Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 29, how to write a positive character arc, why you might want to utilize a positive character arc, and what are some examples from popular fiction that we can take away and help follow along so that we really understand what a positive character arc is. Quite simply, if you've never heard of character arcs before, they're all about the changes that your characters go through. And in good stories, we should be able to see the characters change or lack of change from an end-to-end perspective. A positive character arc is most basic about a character changing for the better, and it's an internal change within himself. However, it's important to note that your character does not have to be a good person to change for the better. Sometimes that adds a lot of complexity to the story whenever the character is maybe not always doing the right thing in society, but he is having a positive change within himself internally. And I'm going to use an example from a story to kind of highlight that. A positive character arc differs from a flat character arc in the character himself is taking on the change, whereas in a flat character arc, the world around him is changing, such as in The Hunger Games or The Great Gatsby. So first, in a positive character arc, in really any character arc, if you're going to write a story, your character has to have a plot goal and has to be a pretty strong one. In Harry Potter, Harry simply wants to defeat Lord Voldemort. In Something Borrowed by Emily Giffen, Rachel really wants to end up with Dex. In Divergent, Triss Pryor wants to match into a faction, be successful at it, and kind of come of age. Those are obviously pretty ambiguous things, which is why your character will have lots of other small goals, such as in Harry Potter, Harry has to make the Quidditch team, Harry has to go to class, he has to pass his classes, he has to make friends at school, so that's why there are a lot of little things along the way, but those three things are those positive character arcs' main goals. Your character will also believe a lie about himself in which he cannot achieve his goal. Your character will obviously have obstacles in the way of his goal. There will be external obstacles, but the character will also have some intrinsic reason why he cannot achieve his plot goal, why it seems super impossible. Triss doesn't think she can become a Dauntless member because her whole family has been in abnegation, and that just kind of seems wrong and selfish. She doesn't think he's strong enough to defeat Voldemort, and Rachel doesn't think she's worthy enough of a guy like Dex's love. Your character will also have some sort of backstory, some event that happened in the past. K.M. Wyland, she's a great resource for outlining novels. She calls it your character's ghost. And this is something that happened probably before the book started that makes the character the way he is now. Harry Potter's parents were obviously killed by Lord Voldemort, and that's the reason for the story. But that's also kind of why Harry has low confidence, because he's been brought up by the Dursleys, he's been told he's worthless, and he never had a chance to feel his parents' love. Time and time again, Rachel was just used to being one-upped by Darcy. Darcy had her 21st birthday on a Saturday while Rachel had hers during the week. Darcy's parents gave her everything she wanted. Darcy was naturally pretty, and so Rachel just kind of got this vendetta that she was inherently worthless than Darcy because Darcy had all of this luck on her side. Your character will enter the normal world. This is his day-to-day life. Generally, this isn't too long. This is kind of just the setup of your novel. And then the character will be pushed to the point of no return over the threshold, as Joseph Campbell says, and that is the first 
plot point and this is about the 25% marking of your story. And I'm going to kind of look at Harry Potter as a whole from book one to book seven. I really think that the normal world quote-unquote ends actually at book seven um, and that's whenever Harry is forced to leave Hogwarts, go out on his own, fend for himself, and really get down to business in defeating Voldemort. The first plot point will force your character to take some sort of action in achieving his goal. Triss arrives at Dauntless headquarters. She has to face lots of challenges. Instructor who's very hard on her, she has to get used to climbing up on skyscrapers and the ferris wheel and jumping off trains and just learning the whole culture of it all. Character is probably doing pretty well at this point, but then there comes a slap in the face by the antagonist and that's the first pinch point. The reason why it can't work out is presented the antagonistic force, the bad guys start creeping in and crushing your character's hopes and dreams. Your character will overcome what happened to him uh, from the antagonist and he will sort of move towards victory because he will kind of figure out how to defeat the antagonist or he will figure out what the conflict is really about but he won't be able to fully realize it. That full realization doesn't come until the climax so this temporary reprieve from conflict, this little mini celebration is known as the midpoint. In Something Borrowed, the midpoint is when Dex and Rachel fake work and they stay in the city during the 4th of July and they just have a fabulous time together but they ignore the real conflict which is can they actually be together and can Rachel actually take her best friend's fiance. As you can see a positive character arc is not always about what's right or wrong but it's really about Rachel becoming more positive and more confident in herself. I would say, side note, I do not condone any forms of infidelity. In the midpoint in Harry Potter, Harry Potter visits Godric's, Godric's Hollow with Hermione, and he gets this realization about who his parents really were, and he feels this temporary victory, like he's closer to his parents, and he's closer to defeating Voldemort, even though they only have X number of Horcruxes at that point. We then move into the 62% marking, which is the second pinch point. Again, the antagonist will rear its head and force your protagonist to react somehow. In Harry Potter, this is whenever they visit Luna Lovegood, Harry's longtime friend, and his dad calls the Death Eaters on them, and they almost get, you know, turned in and killed by Voldemort right there. We move to the third plot point. This is the lowest point. In any arc for your character, your character will seem defeated by darkness. And in a true positive character arc, this will seem like a really, really sad time. And this is perfectly illustrated in Harry Potter. The final battle at Hogwarts commences and Harry learns how Dumbledore, di how Dumbledore died whenever he sneaks up to the Pensieve. He learns that Snape killed Dumbledore and kind of all of his ideals, all of his thoughts about everyone who was good, who was bad, are completely crushed and he feels very alone and isolated. He doesn't know where to find Hermione or Ron, and he just feels that this battle is his and his alone. In Something Borrowed, Rachel takes a trip to London to try to forget about Dex and Darcy and the wedding and improve herself and improve her self-worth, but she gets to London, tries to hook up with this guy, and it just doesn't work out, and she realizes that she can't be happy without Dex, and that's what she thinks the conflict is about at that point in the story. As Cam Wyland would say, Rachel doesn't really have an understanding of the truth. Then it's finally the moment everyone's been waiting for, the climax, the big bang, 
all of the fireworks are going off and in Harry Potter, Harry goes face to face with Voldemort. The Horcrux that's inside him dies. His mother's love and protection for him dies within him and Harry is literally alone to battle Voldemort. This is when Harry is tested ultimately he doesn't have Dumbledore or Neville or Hermione or Ron or Hagrid or Snape or anyone to protect him. It's just him versus Voldemort. In Something Borrowed, Rachel and Dex's love is exposed to Darcy. They said they were going to tell her, but Darcy comes storming in and she finds Dex in Rachel's closet and the truth is right there. Rachel stands up to Darcy and says that she feels a certain way about Dex Dex agrees and Rachel feels empowered because finally she realizes that yes, she is worthy of a man like Dex's love. The story will then resolve itself and wrap up. In Divergent, there is a simulation and everyone is basically dead to the world. Triss being Divergent is not. She has to stop Eric from killing for her love interest and when she does that, she reveals her divergence and she understands that being divergent is a part of her and it's not something she can just shut off. All of these books will resolve, wrap themselves up, and that is really a positive character arc in action. Positive character arcs are great for YAF, coming-of-age stories, your character may be defeating the bullies, it's great for thrillers when the protagonist is the good guy, great in sci-fi and pop fiction. It's really great whenever you have both a very strong character with some very strong ideals and also a strong plot where you really want to highlight the difference between good and bad. You could also add some complexity to it. In the case of Something Borrowed, where, where the means to the end aren't always clear, we don't know really who is in the right, and your protagonist may even be a little gray morally, However, the conflict internally is still positive because your character is becoming more of themselves or getting more of what they want from the world, even if it maybe is at the expense of other people. Positive character arcs are very interesting and they represent a high percentage of best-selling books and movies. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Do you want to learn more about negative character arcs or flat character arcs? Be sure to check out some of my other episodes. Follow me on Twitter, kgrecolit. Thanks so much for listening. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying. I'll talk to you guys on our next road trip.